Hello, welcome to this war game. I'm your host, Rob. Uh, I mean, the time is on the screen. Like, you'd have to know <laughs> that the time is on the screen, is all I'm going to say. <laughs> it's okay, we've got plenty of people to pad, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> Hello, everyone, welcome to the show. My name's Rob, and this is the 40k Spy Center. Nick, hit it. I train. I gotta do that one more time. Welcome to the 40k Spy Center. Flawless. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my god. Bob's a bit low energy because he's been shot today. Yeah, so I'm trying, to, I'm trying to build the hype with some uh, additional sound effects. I mean, it's not uncommon. You do live in Nottingham, so I mean, it happens. Well, on so the not shot, shot. So yeah, I had the vaccine <laughs> stage one yesterday. So um, uh, I have a bit of a headache and a bit low brow. That's not what they say. Anyway, hello everyone, welcome to the show. Um, my name's Rob, and I'm joined by my three co-hosts: Nick, who's prepped and ready to rock; Tom, who's excited about the destruction of Scramblers, and also. <laughs> Mr. Logan Sammer himself when he gets on the hot mic. There I'm he here. is. There he is. I'm hot here. mic. There he is. So, uh, hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for listening to us on the podcast and watching a YouTube. You could be a YouTube thug or you could be a YouTube uh, nice person. I think that's the. There, <laughs> there was a vote in the YouTube comments that we could be the YouTube lovelies and sure. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, Nick, catch you up. How have you been? What's going on? Uh, yeah, been pretty good. Um, I've just been building my new Lord of Virulence, the most OP Death Guard HQ available. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also... For narrative reasons, thank you. Absolutely not. For purely <laughs> 100% competitive gaming reasons. That 2CP strat to do some mortal wounds in a 6-inch bubble, Tom. Mm, yeah. I'll forget about that. Um, and I've also been building a, a fetid bloat drone with a flesh mower. Because my nice. grass is long right now. Again, for entirely uh, narrative reasons. Narrative yeah, reasons. This one's, this one's narrative. This one's competitive. Okay. Right. No, the flesh, the flesh mower bloat drones very competitive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, right. So, uh, oh, uh, Tom, how are you? What's going on? Uh, I'm good. Uh, Scramblers is gone. I'm very pleased. Uh, I have. I know. I've played uh, a real game of 40k as well, so that was nice. I enjoyed Shut that. Up. I spent about an hour beforehand, like during deployment, just trying to figure out what I should be thinking about what I'm going to do next. It was very surreal, um, but that was fun. I uh, I realized I don't have a fully painted 40k army. I just have lots of individual models I fancied painting painted. So I've been uh, getting some Necrons done, and uh, that's about it, mate. I had a I had a good time with that game, though. That what's going to be your What's going to be your real world army when the world the world that is becomes the world that was, and the world once again? <laughs> I mean, I, whatever I've got painted, to be honest, mate. Uh, so I'm going to get the Necron army done, and my Ogre more tribes army done. So now I have an army for each game, okay. and then I can at least play it while we're going. Although Necron seemed like likely to get a couple of points changes according to. Uh, the new Warhammer community article, which I'm sure we'll get to later, so we'll have to see what it's going to look like after that. Okay, all right, that's exciting. Logan, how are you? What's going on? Yeah, grand, thank you. All good. Yeah, good. All good. Having a lovely time. Good. Thanks for coming back on the show. Appreciate having you here. Uh, lush, 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 lush. So, uh, you guys listening? Uh, there's some good news out uh, this week. I mean, not quite spicy news, as last week, everyone. Although, although there is a follow-up to the Spice Center news last week, I think, um, which we could discuss. Uh, yes, of course. 
But uh, the, I guess the first thing probably to talk about, the biggest piece of news out there on the docket is, of course, chapter approved and the Field Minotaurum manual. Both of these things are important for Match Play 40k and all 40k, really, because it's got the new primary and secondaries. We'll talk about that in a minute. And also points updates, which we'll also talk about as well. Now, we don't know what the shape of those new primaries look like, but we will obviously find them all at the beginning of, uh, well, Friday evening slash Saturday morning. They'll all be out there in the world, so everyone will know. Um, and I'm sure we'll have a downloadable, uh, searchable PDF by Sunday night, uh, which is very exciting. Yeah, but, but a bit soon yeah. to have it now, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we don't quite have it yet. But uh, So that's going to be fun. I guess that's the first kind of question to you three. How do you guys feel about... Nick, I'm going to throw it to you. How do you feel about the mix-up in primaries? Do you think we need to say anything prodigious or... Like, what do you think? I don't. I don't think so. Uh, I quite like it as it is. Um, okay. I'd rather they. I'd rather they tweak the secondaries before messing with the entire machine first. So okay. I. I, uh, I. Obviously, they changed the primaries uh, relatively recently, only a couple of months ago, with the the last turn change. And I do like, quite like that change. It's a little yeah. bit odd. It's a little bit weird because you score it one way for <coughs> most of the game, and then right on the last turn, it slightly changes. But I can understand why. Um, and it does give the person going second a bit more of a an option. So I don't, I don't, I personally don't want to see it change. I just want them to tweet the secondaries. Okay, interesting. Uh, Logan, do you agree with that? How are you feeling on that one? Um, there's definitely a couple of missions that are just redundant, but that's always the case, right? You just think, oh, can we just avoid that one, please? Um, but they're not terrible. I don't think the missions. I don't think the missions need work. The secondaries need work because there's, there there was definitely uh, the kill the kill secondaries are pretty much all useless. Um, debatably, yeah, debatably, assassinate can be situationally okay. I like assassinate against Death Guard, for example. Um, and the psychic ones are pretty much all shit, aren't they? They are. If we're honest, um, they are. There's a lot of dead weight in there. And also, because there's such a delay in all the codexes coming out and so many factions just won't be seeing their own faction-specific secondaries for like a year and a half, realistically, mm. um, I would like to have seen either more secondaries added or everyone gets like at least one faction-specific secondary. I thought that was mentioned in, this in the update. article. Yeah, I'd have liked to see that. I think that might have been mentioned in the community article. Something about secondaries. I'll have a look, sorry. No, hmm. I, I, yeah, I, can, I can catch up with it. I, but Tom, Tom, primaries, before we get on to the secondaries, because the secondaries have changed. Um, before, yeah. like, Would you like to have seen any changes to the primaries, or are you happy with how they are? As I, I would have preferred to see changes around the primaries that make the primaries less powerful. Um, I think the correct way to play at the minute, based on, on what I've seen, is just bum-rushing your opponent and kicking them off primaries for as long as physically possible. It doesn't matter if you lose your entire army, it just means that you deny your opponent, like, you yep. get an extra five points of free turns yourself and you deny your opponent an extra, like, five points minimum. That means you've just got a 30-point swing, which is huge. If you uh, go and watch like a lot of competitive battle reports, specifically from the, from the top players that do them, things like the Art of War guys and Manny and what have you, you just see them just bum-rush people, right? Um, so I would have preferred to see something around primaries that makes them have less of an impact on the game. 
Yeah, but uh, when they're fifty percent of points, there's not really much you can do. But they're, but they're they're primary objectives. They should be the most important thing, right? Yeah, but it's primary. still one dimensional, though, right? It just makes a boring game if it's one dimensional. Primary doesn't mean it has to be the the main thing, right? Let's say it has a forty percent weighting and everything else has like two thirty percent. That's still the main thing, right? <laughs> I think but there's also a problem. The entire game, whether you can run over and just bum someone when it's like um the entire game. <clears throat> there's also a problem in some of the six objective missions where it's hold one, hold two where you can literally just not engage at all and still yeah. get 40 points on primary by just sitting in your deployment zone and hiding behind a wall, yeah. shooting anything that comes out. Uh, and that's kind of... It's it's not really a game then, is it, when you're playing yeah. that style either? So, yeah, it would have been nice to see a little bit of tweaks or maybe yeah, you know, some action-related primaries as well, Like, so you actually have to engage with things. But, yeah, no, I definitely agree with that, Rob, uh, Tom. Well, thanks to Valerie uh, for subscribing, by the way, and to Kenzas for subscribing for the first time ever. Big love to you. The uh, I don't agree at all, Tom, about the primary. Uh, and my reason That's is uh, my only reason is because I like that. Like I like that you can be tabled but win. Uh, like on the primary. Oh no, that's fine. Yeah. I feel like that that's actually an intrinsic element. And thank you to Pedro Fantastico for resubscribing <laughs> as well. That's like, literally that's how cool. Blood Angels have to play the game. Like you throw your entire army into the bin to get your 45 yeah, points, points on primary. Yeah. Uh, and then anything else is a bonus. You know, like I'm literally just throwing my army at you, trying to deny you some because as, as Tom said, you know, your, your bum rushing objectives with melee units that can not only take mm -hmm. the objective from you but hold them as well because the, the difference obviously in the dynamic between shooting and melee is if I kill you melee off the objective I also hold the objective yeah. rather than if I shoot you off the objective no one holds it so that's why yeah. the, the primary is kind of weighted in that favour um, so yeah it would be nice if there was some sort of alternative to that because it does make yeah. just bum rushing very effective and, and all of this is just how I would prefer how I would prefer the game to go because that's how I would enjoy the game more. It doesn't mean that everyone else has to enjoy the game the same way that I do. I just don't particularly find a game where I just do one thing and that wins the game for me or loses the game for me based on who gets to do it. Particularly interactive. Uh, okay, all right, like fair enough. Like we've all had a pitch on that. Like I, I would no, say that, like, yeah. I, like I think the moving towards objectives is like a key fundamental for why I find new. 40k far more engaging than I found old 40k. Like, I think, like, sh killing each other shouldn't... I know it sounds weird, but killing each other just shouldn't be the main purpose of the war game. I know. Weird. Um, uh, but maybe that's just because I haven't played a war game where that's that's oh. done well. Maybe that's the just situation. Just while we're on that, that doesn't mean that I think we should remove the primaries altogether. I just think I'd like to see a tertiary objective so it wasn't the be-all, end-all of the game. Because if I'm, if I'm getting a 30-point <laughs> swing, that's, like... A third of my points and a third of your points it's basically the game that was that was what i liked about um when they initially brought in the nova secondaries back in the day in yeah. was it sixth i think um where you literally picked your secondaries to mitigate it was probably sixth. losing yeah. the primaries like, they brought in line breaking slaver warlord and uh, first blood in sixth yeah no sorry when nova did you could pick like a selection of different ones. Oh, that was just ITC, I and mean, everyone just kind of copied it. Yeah, well, ITC everything. didn't even exist. It was, it was, it was Nova that did it first. No, I know, it, I know what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. It started being popularized when everyone copied yeah, ITC. Yeah, exactly, and I, and yeah. and I quite like that because Sixth was terrible for, well, you know, fuck me if I don't seize, then this is I've lost. This. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna deploy to seize, you know, as. 
yeah. as 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 the late, star versus um late great uh, Dave Simcox like, yeah. used to say yeah yeah did, um, right? so you know that that kind of game is even less fun obviously turning up at the table mm. and no you have no chance so yeah it'd be nice to have secondaries is kind of like a I build my army around the secondaries these I'm noticing that people are generally building around secondaries rather than being a lot more but isn't that under the fluid. presumption that they're doing the primary like inherent, inherent, inherent in the army list building is I'm achieving the primary end. And yes. Then, like, yes. Uh, like, and so then there's I... there's not enough flexibility outside of building your army to achieve these almost fixed things because unless you're doing like priority targets or you you know you build for while we stand you fight you build for you know whatever nonsense you want to do engage or. Um, yeah, I mean, the Marines will build for oaths, or Blood Angels will build for relentless assault. Chukari do herd the prey without even trying, anyway. So that's fine. Around, <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, so generally, it's not a thing that you go, okay, well, I'm, I've set up at the table here, and this is my opponent. This is the mission. I'm going to actually use a little bit of uh, on the fly thinking, and this matchup's hard for me in this reason because of this price, but I can now choose this, and it. And you got like they have that with um you know some of the, the the kill the kill secondaries are probably meant to be that, but they just don't do that effectively um so it'd be nice to see a little bit more variance i I like people having to think when they get to the table. Yeah. I don't like people having to roll thirty five psychic powers when they get to the table, <laughs> but there's a middle ground there you know that I think would be quite interesting, not sideboarding but you know changing your battle plan based on what's what's across from you rather than this is I how do, I win try and stop me i do like tom's point about having a tertiary objective system and i would love to see that coming to 40k and i was really frustrated uh, uh a little bit towards the end of eighth and start of ninth because uh i think we just uh they just said that you know you guys are gonna be able to do the wtc coverage so i was starting to i think me and rob we had a couple of games didn't we using wtc pack with the cards in a game, but it just changed the maelstrom cards, so you build your own deck, and then you pit, and then you randomly draw the drew objectives out of the deck. And I really liked that mechanic because it's another thing that you can scheme. You know, like I love list writing and agonizing over your list for weeks, and like trying it and changing it and whatever. And then having another another thing where you build a deck for your for your army as well, and then you randomly drew cards throughout the game, and that that forces you to have like, you know, that that. <laughs> That's that thinking at the table uh, thing that Logan was speaking about. So I would love to see that come in at some point, and maybe that will be in the next edition. Fingers crossed. That was always the cool thing about Maelstrom and ETC, where it's like everyone hate, everyone fucking hated Maelstrom in America, but ETC very sensibly just comped it and threw the shit cards out. And if you pulled, if you pulled one you couldn't do, then you throw that away as well. And it's, it was actually quite well done, in fact. Yeah, in the end, it was decent. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. Fine. Loads, loads on that one. Uh, not what I was expecting, which is nice. <laughs> uh, can I thank uh, Nogal Matthew for donating two gift subscriptions to the chat? Big love. And also to Elko Reb. Uh, both of you, uh, Nogal Matthew, very <coughs> excited about generally um, the 40k chat as is. Um, Shadowson says they could convert the mission-specific secondary into tertiary objectives. Would make missions feel more different too. It's an interesting take. Uh, Neil says, uh, well, the scuttlebutt is they haven't touched the primaries, but they have massively reworked the secondaries, which is the next conversation. 
Um, hey, something works. I'm loving the 40k chat. It's getting me through being projectile vomited on by a 1.5 year old. Oh, nice. on your birthday. Oh my god. <laughs> There's your present, mate. Enjoy it. Happy birthday. Happy <laughs> <laughs> birthday. <laughs> um, uh, so the secondaries, Tom, joyous yes. are you about this? Because one of the things that we do know <laughs> is that they've changed secondaries yeah. significantly, uh, and that's something we're talking about. Um, and uh, like, and a couple of things here. So uh, one of the things, deploy scramblers has changed. It doesn't into, exist anymore. doesn't exist. They've changed the name of it. It's now... Retrieve Octarius data, but can we just from this point on make it a promise between ourselves that we're just calling it retrieve data? Yeah, Not. we're never going to use that. Can't you we're just call ne- it Rod? <laughs> rod. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm just going to call it Scramblers. You get my Rod. <laughs> scramblers 2.0. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you get my Rod on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Tom, just in case anyone Mate. isn't aware, do you want to update us about your feelings about yeah. well, what your feelings were about? So. Scramblers? Scramblers is the most scored secondary, or most max secondary among the average player base, okay? Mm. Unfortunately, that doesn't mean it's the best thing to do. Most goals scored in League One of English football are headed goals. That doesn't mean most goals scored in the Champions League are also headed, you know? Okay. So here comes Games <laughs> Workshop. Like analogy, Tom, well played. Yeah. Yeah, By the way, good. you three talk football, I'll leave for five minutes. Yeah, so it's I fine. Just... It's fine. It's okay. We're not going to do it for five minutes. It's all right. Oh, but that's our way we get to leave early, guys. Nice. So, um, so effectively, Big Daddy Games Workshop has flown in and they've saved all of the players from themselves and their terrible decision making. And I'm very Good. proud of them. Good. Very okay. Good. Well, I'm I'm glad you're happy about that. So yes, yeah, Scramblers is gone, uh, but we don't know what some of it has changed to, which I think is the kind of key point. Um, we've also seen uh, that while we stand, while we fight has changed. Is that right? Uh, no. Uh, thin their ranks have changed to no prisoners. Counts the wounds characteristic of destroyed models as long as they aren't a vehicle or a monster. Thank uh, you, Nick. Or, or character. And this gives... Um, yeah, so that's... The so many options when fighting so, stuff. So many so. options, apparently. So many options. It's amazing that the person that said that knew all of this about no prisoners. <laughs> it is amazing. It is amazing. Before it's it? released as well. They knew it before it's released. Pre release. Weird. Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Might, yeah. Yeah. yeah this is an article by Nick, uh, or, or more importantly, the Warhammer community team. And it does seem like Nick and some of the Art of War guys may have had advanced copies or information on some of this, very much like with the Admet book, relating to the conversation that we had last week, where uh, having top end gamers have advanced knowledge for tournaments might seem very uh, complimentary to their play style. That's a nice way of putting it. How does that sound? Especially if people don't know that they have access to it. Because they're secret playtesters. Secret playtesters make you (laughs) even stronger. Uh, So, (laughs) how do you feel about um, Thin Their Ranks going away and changing? Have you guys got any thoughts on it? Um, How did you change specifically? Sorry, just uh, so it works on um, wounds rather than models, which is much better against. Yeah, like it, it kind of pseudo did that anyway because you put took it against Drakari. If you kill a ten wound model, it would count as one, right? Mm. So it's just so it only works against. Um, it counts wounds characteristics as long as they aren't vehicle, monster, or character. So if you're uh, if you're if you're plowing through Custodes or Death Guard, as Mr. Nanafati, the Games Workshop playtester, points out, uh, it makes it much more worthwhile taking, you know. 
it does. It takes it much more. It make, uh, but like this gives. Uh, he's saying, um, like it gives armies that build for defense, like custodies and death guard, uh, more to uh, more, uh, which offer more kill points for each model removed from the table. Uh, maybe I don't know. Like uh, I think taking it on wounds is an interesting an interesting pitch. Overtaking it on, on models uh, harder to maybe build into or maybe harder to defend against. Maybe is uh, one of those things. It seems like a change that was brought in based on the meta from four months ago when everything was just elite models with multiple wounds all over the place. Maybe maybe it's... uh, Because I always... When I've played my Orcs in 9th edition, I always felt persecuted specifically by this secondary. Mm -hmm. Because it's just like, if you're playing Orcs, you're going to the table knowing that you'll go... Well, obviously, if you played a certain style of Orc uh, army with lots of boys, you're going to give away 15 points. Um, You're still going to do that now, but maybe other armies are more lumped into that the, with you. So maybe I think it was every better. style of orc, because you either took loads of boys, in which case you're susceptible to Finbear ranks, or you took loads of mech guns, in which case you're susceptible to bring it down. Yeah, so either way, it kind of made it bad for you. I mean, I'm very excited, personally, to read through all of the changes to the secondaries. I think it's actually, I think it's a very exciting mix-up uh, and how they're going to work for your armies. I guess one of the things that you guys talked about uh, specifically is the um uh is the um with no changes to the primary the secondaries are very vital for how to you build your army list i would argue like obviously that's the thing that you're trading up with and this might this in of itself might change the shape of the meta and what units might be good and, and what units might might not be good uh i guess would be would be pretty key um i guess one of the the main points is that uh this is obviously being coupled with of course new points at the same time new points at the same time so yeah there's an amount there's a big hit here um and i guess one of the questions is, is do you think this is when we're going to see the drukari nerf at this point is that when no. you think it's gonna you don't think so no they won't get any nerf points no I agree. no i don't think so i hope they do but i don't think they will because this would have gone to print before well they the, even said even in leaked. the article which we haven't mentioned yet that um the points coming out now in this new Munitorum update includes the points for the Thousand Suns and Grey Knights, which should have been out by now. So that's how far in advance this has been put together. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. It's been put yeah, it's been put really far ahead together, like you say. Uh, and we should have had like we that, that's the other thing. So the other article talks about the fact that we should have had Thousand Suns and Grey Knights out already. Uh Tom, you were very excited about Grey Knights recently. Uh, how are you feeling about the uh, the big change-up? Fuck off. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Well, at least I can glue my Grey Knights together at some point soon. I'm just very, very worried. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, I mean, it's, I think it's an exciting time. Um, like, Thousand Suns are an army I'm personally very invested in, like, just, like, lore-wise. I think they're quite exciting. So I'm, I'd be interested to see what their points are going to look like, especially keying into the fact that they're going to be a psychic army, as are Grey Knights, and we know that the psychic secondaries aren't very good, so maybe there'll be a correlation for, like, a big boost, generally to psychic armies because of psychic secondaries being better or being reworked, but also because of those points. But they have said that <coughs> their points in the new field manual are wrong. They are not the points for this scholar. Yeah. Wouldn't it be interesting if when they put out these two really psychic heavy factions, 
at some point in this year. Perhaps they were to do like some kind of psychic expansion. Oh, wouldn't that like, a, wouldn't, like an awakening? Wouldn't that be interesting if that awakening. were to perhaps, perhaps maybe happen? Hmm. Uh, I hope they don't. I don't want that. Can, can I ask you a question? Like, this is genuinely me just not understanding. This, on, right? Sorry. When the codex drops, do we use the points of the codex or points of it just dropped here? Uh, use the codex uh, okay, or whatever you. was relevant from February. Oh no! You get a new list of um, points. It's, there's a link to it at the bottom of the article. Oh yeah, there's a new oh, list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a new list. There's no, a new there's, list so, at the bottom of the so article. So when the codex so, comes out and the book and the points book comes out, both of those are wrong, and it's a PDF on the website that you need to find the points from. Yeah. So nice, these are points nice for clear. units that aren't out yet, because yes. the yes. units that they relate to now are not going to be the same units as the units that are going to be in. But they may still be called paladins, but their profile may have changed. The strategies yeah, exactly. of them certainly will have changed. Exactly. So it's there are just... actually there is actually a new character in the Thousand Suns points that they mention, oh, an no, infernal no. master that doesn't exist yet. Infernal master. Oh, so isn't there a picture of Thousand Suns versus Grey Knights? Never picture there are no Thousand Suns. It's just a bunch of generic Chaos Marines painted blue. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe. Uh, but yeah, it. so so yeah, the the Thousand Suns and the Grey Knights book is coming out. Uh, Logan, either of those two of interest to you? No. <laughs> no? uh, Nick, what about you? Um, only the Grey Knights because Paul from Team James Workshop plays Grey Knights, so he's okay. super excited about them coming out. And he's he spent ages painting up this beautiful uh, Grey Knights army, which has taken the color scheme from a Stormcast chamber. Oh wow! So he's not mm-hmm. painted them traditional colors; he's painted them like a Stormcast chamber, which is pretty cool. That yeah. is pretty um, wild. And I do quite like Thousand Suns. I played I played them a little bit in Eighth Edition. Well. Uh, I say I've played them a little bit. I've played a very small amount of them in a little bit of my army for a lot of 8th edition. So I had, a, I had like 2,000 Sun Sorcerers in, in a lot of my list. It'd be it. interesting to see how they make 1,000 Suns relevant outside of Araman, Magnus, and minimum troops, and maybe a Demon Prince. For... I mean, they've got the, they're, they're, they're core units, right? The, the, both the infantry, like the, the troop choice, and also the... Um, the Scarab Court Terminators are pretty baller. Like, and they've got some unique weapons. Yeah, the, Termina- sure the Terminators will be good. The Terminators will be good. good. They're no, the shits. No one, no one, no one, no one, no one. It's a patrol with Araman, Demon Prince, Ten Cultists, <laughs> Magnus, but they might. They and then might. others. That's what I'm saying. I hope that they make it a, a relevant, useful faction because at the moment it isn't. It's just a bolt-on in the same way you know that you're Oh, I guess well, I guess your point is they don't. They also don't have like they don't have the demon engines that the Death Guard have. They don't have anything similar in that vein, do they? Mortarian um, isn't in the Thousand Suns, Dedar Day. So no, I didn't miss him out. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Tom. What's your question? So I'm looking at the points. Oh yeah, and the Grey Knights, and I can't see what's changed, which is very encouraging to me, including the 113 point chaplain for some reason. Well, it doesn't have to change. Basically, what they're doing is no. saying, these are the points for Grey Knights right now. Obviously, the, there's a codex yes. coming out where everything's going to change. Oh. oh, I thought these were the points that were going to be the points when the new codex dropped. No. So what points do I use? You use this PDF right now. No, I mean when the codex drops, which is what I asked. Oh, the when codex. the codex drops, use the codex yeah. ones. Okay, brilliant. Thank you. Okay, so it is the same. That's why. That's, and my encouragement is now gone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but if it, if it makes you any really better the new codex will have better units right they'll have more wounds uh they'll more likely have some very strong stratagems maybe they'll 
uh, they'll drop mortal wound bombs. Who knows? So it could be very thrilling. Can't uh, wait for them to lose transhuman, the fuckers. They're going to definitely gain double transhuman, like versus psychic stuff. I double think. secret transhuman. Double secret is what I think they're going to do. Uh, but they have told us some of the points changes. Uh, I'm personally excited for Thousand Suns. I think all of those like standalone codexes that aren't yeah. as convoluted as Marines, I think, are quite cool. The Death Guard one, now the Thousand Suns one, and maybe by the end of this edition, we're going to see both. Um, oh, the the other two, we're going to eat, see the World Eaters, and we're also going to see um, uh, Empress Children. Children. Empress oh, man, Children. That. And I that think is... that's just such a great isolated like army to be able to play and pick up and beat. That be your they, those be your guys. I think that's, that's yeah. Fun I do that. really like because I've obviously been playing well Death Guard uh, as much as possible this edition. Uh, well, um, and I I do really like having a like you say a small codex to work from. Um, yeah, yeah. It just feels nice. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think I think that's really good. Thanks, Desert Sketch, for resubscribing. Um, uh, so yeah, but we have seen some points update. So hold on. Not all the leaks. So, there's someone out there who's decided now to just only edit leaked um, points changes, which <laughs> has been very funny. Uh, it's been taking the internet by storm. Specifically, they've said the five biggest points changes are uh, the Land Raider has changed its points, which Woo-hoo. is pretty exciting. Uh, it's gone yeah, down. Do we to need two... the hype horn for that? Uh, we, we do need don't... the hype horn. We don't need the hype horn. It's not. Logan, it... the deciding vote on the hype horn. Are I'm not. Hyped? I'm. I'm not hyped for Land Raiders. No. <laughs> no one's hyped for Land Raiders at 265 <laughs> points. Logan has um, uh, has been around long enough to know why I'm hyped for Land Raiders. I guess. Tell so. me why. Tell me why, Tom. Because my first competitive list after Space Wolves was me just running around with two Chaos, Chaos. Land Raiders. Yeah. yeah. Two Chaos Land Raiders with Dozer Blades, and two squads of um, Corn Chaos Space Marines with uh, close combat weapons. And they just parked themselves in the middle of the board and beat the all the Tau, which, when it was 50% of the field, was pretty good. Okay. It lose something else, but it beat the Tau. That's all we cared about. Okay. Making the Tau players have a bad time. Making the bad Tau players have a bad time. Uh, Nick, you in any way excited about cheaper land raiders? I don't think anyone is, but no. No. Is. Okay. Okay. Well, all right. Let's move on. Maybe How many points are they now? Uh, too much. Too, <laughs> too, much. too much. But it's okay. We'll so 265 now. is also still too much. Yeah. If that helps you out. So... Uh, but then, so but then, maybe it's too old. Two eighty-five. Wow, twenty-point reduction. Whew. Thanks, Sonic Gav, uh, in the chat. Mate, they're uh, only two hundred and eighty-five now. That's fucking like. Yeah. What the fuck's that? Twenty points. Do you think reducing land raiders twenty points is going to make anyone fucking take ten percent of a discount? <laughs> what the fuck do you think? Like, um, oh shit, lads, we got to get these points in by the end of the day. I oh, just fuck it. 20 points off land raiders yeah let's make predators 15 points cheaper as well yeah brilliant start great well done well don't worry about it newer models the storm speeders which are the atvs of the sky uh the new primaris storm speeders they got cheaper because they weren't uh they weren't really selling in competitive play selling is also key um and so they they now vary between 135 and 160 points oh are these the tinnitus vehicles these yes. are not the tinnitus. The ATVs are the tinnitus vehicles. These are, uh, I mean, yes, yes no, are. these are also tinnitus vehicles. They're kind vehicles. of tinnitus vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they both are. They both are. 
yeah they just those models they just look silly to me they just look too big to be like a speeder they look like they were designed by a a, like a not not a teenager and not a small child like something in the middle that knows like the uh, the concept of coolness but has no understanding of like the physics Mm. of how that shit would work it looks like a bentley that too yeah yeah that's why it's up <laughs> and also, no one's taking them. They're still taking small land speeders anyway. No one's yeah. taking land speeders, are they? Of course like, they are. Fucking yeah. Talon Masters are one of the best Top units. Play, the that's not. Great. That's different. That's not a land speeder. That's a Talon Master. That's it's not why. It's a land speeder. That's, can I, that's can I ask, not what I asked. But it objectively goes through the air. It is it, because it yeah. was discovered by <laughs> Mr. Land. He discovered the SCC. <laughs> the same reason it's called a land raider. Fine. Fine. That's actually the law as well. Okay. Uh... Can't his fucking name. Arkan Land, exactly. That's right. <sighs> Fine. It is. Well, I still Big don't facts. think anyone's I still don't think anyone's gonna take them if it makes you feel any better. No, they're not this shit. But for most anyone's gonna talk about them on a podcast. Well. Actually, they might take land speed of storms. So that hasn't really I don't think that's wowed anyone, which is a bit upsetting. But in order to a wow Nick, they've obviously been listening to the show. Yeah. Immortals have gone down points. Oh, I thought uh, you were going for the next one, actually. Oh, no, I was going for this. I mean, both yeah. of these are Nick, yeah. Nick Central. So uh, they've gone down to uh, four points per model. Uh, no, uh, per model more <laughs> than the <laughs> next one. Sorry. Christ. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I read it not. that way when I I read it that way when I first read it. I was like, <laughs> "Sorry, four points more than the neck one warrior." I already thought immortals were worth taking anyway, personally. So I think immortals yeah. getting yeah. cheaper is a huge bonus because you got that T five over T four. Um, I'm I'm a fan of this. Uh, Nick, come on, where you at? Um, well, I said to you guys before the show, I'm not that excited about it because. I'm locked into old school models, so getting those guys on eBay is pretty hard. So I'm not really, just based on that, I'm biased against not really wanting to do lots of Immortals. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, the Immortals are pretty good at shooting, so if they come closer down to Necron Warriors, maybe they'll compete. But I feel like you're taking troop choices in a Necron list, and Necron Warriors are the best because you get 20. You get a big blob that you can invest in resilience buffs like the Technomancer and the amazing reanimator that everyone loves, those kind of things, resurrection orbs, to get value out of that big unit of 20 rather than a unit of 10. And also, um, like the Ghost Arc, which is one of the best units the Necrons have, uh, which is the dedicated transport, can only transport warriors and only reanimate warriors. So... uh... Yeah, I'm not okay. too. I'm not. I'm not like jumping. I'm not jumping straight to Battlescribe to write a list with with Immortals in just because they've got a little bit cheaper. Okay. All mm. right. So no one seems to be bothered. Sonic Gav says the actual <laughs> loss that Mortals are getting is that Tesla carbines are free. Dudard A says nobody cares about Immortals now that Warriors got better guns. Um. Uh. So yeah. Okay. No one seems very keen. Sumpworks also asks. So I'm a mega noob in Ninth Edition 40k. I'm currently building a Gene Cena coat army. I know they aren't exactly great yet. But has all this stuff helped at all? Well, we'll quickly jump to that because that's important. Uh, because the Gene Stealers and Pure Strain Gene Stealers um, have got cheaper as well by two points. Mate, how are you titling this article five of the biggest points drops from Chats are Approved? And you're telling me Gene Stealers have dropped two points. <laughs> that's, I mean, massively, off- that's massively overpromising and under-delivering. 
Like the it, fact it, that a land raiders in here and it's you know, Games Workshop in a nutshell, isn't it? <laughs> land ra- land raiders are the first thing on the list. So we like we already started at basement level of expectation. We didn't go well. It's, it's did a twenty we? point drop, so we could say yes. Yeah, the uh, objective, you know. We also missed out um, Wraith Guard and Wraith. Oh no! I just I just jumped I just jumped the gun just because someone asked a question. I guess the oh, real. The real oh yeah. yes, I understand. Makes sense. Sorry, uh, but Wraith Guard and Wraith Blades. Uh, if we go back to them, uh, which I know Nick's been building, uh, have changed. Uh, so um, uh, yeah, so uh, Wraith Guard have dropped to thirty-five points per model, and Wraith Blades to thirty-seven. Like. The the core problem I think with the land raider is that they didn't get like it didn't need a point drop it needed an invulnerable save, like it just needs to do its job properly, yeah. which is deliver units that want to attack you out of it. So <sighs> a great example is the difference between the impulsor and the raider. Right? Yeah. The impulsor has rules that you want, so you'll pay for those rules. Yeah. To, a, to, a, to a limit, right? But you'll pay for those rules. The Raider, the Impulsor, the Impulsor doesn't have those rules now, therefore you don't see it. Regardless of the points drop-in or whatever, it doesn't have fly anymore. It doesn't have, um, you know, the four-up invulnerable anymore. It doesn't have the minus two to your charge anymore. Load of shit. Don't want it. Doesn't matter if you give it a points drop because it does nothing for me. And I can only stick six dudes in there anyway, so it's pretty fucking useless um whereas raiders as long as raiders keep those rules you'll pay 100 points for a raider 110 points for a raider 120 points for a raider you potentially pay because they do what you need for that army land raiders do fuck all for everybody they they, they just don't do anything they don't have a role because they're no. weirdly they're, they're weirdly and uh and i think about a conversation me tom and nick had a while ago where you're looking at 40k list, you're really looking for units to fulfill roles. And a land raider is weirdly a you're paying for the toughness on a gun platform that's also your transport. And yeah. they and, and none of them really relate to each other. Like it's not it, a great gun platform. It's not that tough, really. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, in a matter of um, retributors and eradicators, it's not that tough. And the transport is. Oh, is okay, but it's got a big assault ramp on the front that doesn't really do anything for it. Yeah. So, and it also it can't. It also can't. It can't transport Primaris. So, no. like, yeah. like, <laughs> just... like I'd make transport. Uh, well, that make transport. Can, that, <laughs> that'll be FAQ'd. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, Gitley, By the way, you say thanks, that. Very much, thanks very much to Gebs Zero in the chat for donating five gift subscriptions. Much appreciated. Uh, all of you, uh, thanks for tuning in. That's very cool of you. Loving that. Loads and loads. Yeah. Can I, uh, can I just you... point out go on, the yeah, fact go for it. you said that'll be FAQ'd and yet Razor Flails and Competitive Edge have still <laughs> not. <laughs> I'm not in charge of them. I'm just saying. I'm just letting you know. Your, your, My your belief that it will be FAQ'd. I'm just, just letting you know. But yeah, okay. Razor Flail no. succubuses are still doing. It's nice having you here because if anyone is more disillusioned uh, and cuts down my hopefulness, <laughs> uh, hey Jabs, what up? Uh, Nick, you excited about uh, the race getting cheaper in any way? Uh, yeah, definitely. Because uh, I've I've been planning an army around raids and raid yeah. lords specifically, just that. So that might get me. I don't know one more model. So is anyone? Me. 
Is anyone a little concerned? I'm just going to throw this out there about the units they chose, ignoring the yes. land speeder. Well, let me just say, like, I know, I know what you're going to say is because it's probably going to be a very boring points update if these are the changes that they've highlighted. More, what I'm trying to get at is they're they're pitching pure gene stealers and also wraiths and also land raiders. Land raiders, I don't think will get a model update. But I feel we're not far away from that craft world rework that we're going to see. I know, Tom, you're going to be like, it's been 27 years. <laughs> I'm, it's been, I'm all over that. Yeah, yeah it's like 18, it's been it's been 18 generations. Unleash yeah. the mess. Yeah. <laughs> but like, there's, de- there's definitely the craft world, like the new craft world book's going to be all new craft world models. And I assume those old race will get updated as well. And I feel I that's also true of Gene I don't Sanders. think they will. They kind of. They will. I don't think these the, the I don't think the wraith guards. Yeah. Uh, and wraith yeah, blades. The wraith they're quite it. a new and and the wraith knights a new model. The wraith lord is reasonably like it's not ancient. I think they hold up really well. The infantry, like I I agree with you. Like we need a complete new set of aspect warriors. Yeah. You know to go with the banshees that they did. Complete new set of guardians. New new jet bikes. All of that. Like bring it up to level with the. Uh, you know the 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 Farseer and the warlocks and jet bikes that they made recently. Like bring it all up. New new avatar, nice big plastic scary avatar model. All of that. I hope we get all of that shit. But I I don't think they'll they'll redo the the wraith guard and wraith blades personally. No, the wraith guard wraith blades are quite new. They came out in like twenty sixteen, I think. So wow. No, yeah, they can't so. be that new. They suck ass. What about the wraith lord? He's fine cast. Uh no, he's plastic, but he came out before I started. I think he came out something like 2007. So he he maybe the Wraith Knight came out in the same kind of batch. Uh, Wraith Knight. Wraith Knight's uh, fine. Wraith Knight's fine. It's just more the 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 Wraith dudes. Find out. Yeah, but fine. Um. Uh. Okay. Well. Right. So the other thing, the other thing to talk about, like I know we touched on it very quickly, is Grey Knights and Thousand Suns Codex uh being out, and also. A compliment to Games Workshop. They were transparent inside of this article. They were like, hey guys, this was meant to be out earlier than we had planned. Like, And so the points are wrong in this book. I don't give them credit for that because okay. there's no fucking hiding from that. Well, <laughs> true. True. Like, there's it's, one like, of the first ex- it's the first example like, of them being up front. Uh, that's like... That's like getting caught with the the money that you took out of your mum's purse in your pocket and then admitting that you took the money out of your mum's purse. It's <laughs> I, I wouldn't I don't I don't think that's transparency. I think that's shit. Think, this book's gonna ship damage control. Yeah, this book's gonna ship. It's good though, because like it is at least acknowledging what the issues are. But yeah, it's just basically the book was ship, it'll come out. Points of complete fucking nonsense. There's units in there that don't exist. Which, to be fair, they had in the last one because they had all these upgrades for um, Deathwing um, in the last one, didn't they? For making mm. Dreadnoughts and Land Raiders Deathwing, for example, which are now obviously cheaper. Great. Yep. Um, <clears throat> they are. I do. I do think those. we should. Uh, I do think we should hype up the honesty, though, even if it is just damage control, because you know it's like when you want to train a behavior in an animal. Or yeah. Dog. Yeah, that's got what I'm to, saying. Like, you know, reward that behavior to <coughs> so repeat it more in the future. So, good job. I, I am I am super down for this kind of designer's notes that they're putting out, where they try and it, they're, at least they're explaining. We did this because we want 
it to be like this. You know, we've changed this to hopefully see this result. We've identified this as a problem. Ergo, we've tried to help it with this. Like that, I'm, I like that because at least you can see like where they're going, what they intended, and you can feed back on that. And it's it's useful rather than, yeah, just here's a set of new points. We're not going to tell you why anything's changed. Um, here you are. Go and play with that now. Fuck off. It's yeah, it's interesting that these are the only two that maybe we're going to see point changes for. Someone's bringing up orcs. Will we see the new orcs in there as well? What the units are called and all that other stuff. I don't imagine that they would have planned to have released the book and then done points changes so recently. So like this would have been like they'd have planned to have put these out in whenever I don't know January or February because like they said it was meant to be two of them, um, like uh, like months ago. Uh, which is what they say, because they want to try and release like two per year. Uh, sorry, two per month. So they should be mi- miles behind now. Um, like, But whatever the situation, and I agree with you all, Like, this is the most basic human <coughs> kindness is what it is. It's just like, please and thank yous and rewarding someone. for ple- We've all worked with that guy at work who does no work. So when he does some, everyone's like, oh, you've smashed it today. And you're like, I do work every day. Good job. Yeah. yeah, yeah, good job. And you're like, I work every day. What the fuck? Um, but this is fine, whatever. Uh, uh, okay. Lots of people in the stream chat making the very valid point that why the fuck do we even have to pay money for this shit in the first place? Um, which for I'm yeah, very, nice. very much a proponent of. Um, I Look, I've got no problem buying codexes. They're full of pretty pictures. Bit of story in there as well. A couple of pages of story. Loads of maps for some reason. They're really big on like fluffing out pages with maps these days um and yeah i'll give you 25 30 quid maybe for one of those go on then you can have it paying 25 pounds for mission updates and points updates which i should be getting for freeze i don't mm, don't like that doesn't it doesn't i I don't mind i don't mind paying a little bit of money for missions because i feel like you know in some way maybe you're paying for the R and D and the playtesting that the Art of War guys do, um, but the, <laughs> the spreadsheet, but the spreadsheet, I'm not into paying for that. That's just like, just put a spreadsheet. Like they, they literally did a spreadsheet on the website. Just, just like put it up like that, and we can all download it. And it's just yeah, it makes it easier for Battlescribe to update the. They community. fucking did it, didn't oh. they? They gave us the fucking points as a PDF before because yeah, they knew that too. the shit didn't shit on time in yeah. February. Yeah, yeah, in February. And then it came out as a book. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, I for one am excited at least to see whatever it is, is my point. And then for that, because once you know that it's coming out, and I think what I like about it is the very short span of time between we're releasing it to we get it. Now, obviously, like I'm all pro roadmap, but in this particular situation, this throws everyone's like plans out the window, doesn't it? It's like there's basically a new edition of the game or it's a new patch or it's a new season, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It's out. Let's go. I'm excited. I'm like, cool. Let's talk about it. Let's get into it. So I think that's I, good, I right? appreciate them getting it out now and doing the codexes later because clearly as the UK potentially, well, we don't know with this Indian variant and the, infection rates going up and what have you but as we're meant to potentially be opening back up towards the end of june events are meant to be happening and what have you i think that's the uh, the start of what would be our competitive season 
as you call it, is the right time to get missions and points out so we can just work with those and get used to it. And then add factions on top of that afterwards. So yeah, I mean this is like a this is like a baseline update that affects everybody, points and missions and secondaries. And then just the new shit can come as and when after that. So yeah, I think uh, the timing makes sense to me. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 it's interesting because what what when what are we in June? No, not quite June. Yeah, June. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like it's a weird time because normally they do it like July. Like it's like they were doing winter version or a summer version. Like so, what are we waiting a year now before the next update? Is that what we're or is we going to get another one in at Christmas? Like, are we going to get six month points updates? Is what I'm saying. Like. We haven't got that roadmap now. Like it's cool that it's there. What's the actual roadmap? Um, mm. uh, uh, and then uh, Team Man Cash has made a really good point and said uh, Games Workshop has just conflated patches with DLC, so they're charging for patches, thinking they are selling DLC, which is yes. uh, creative assembly too much. Mm. <laughs> they, I, I, hey, I like CA. I think they're great. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> <coughs> so that's this weekend well it's on pre-order this weekend but uh thank you to all the early content creators we'll have all of the information available to us as of next week so next week it'll be fun to talk through the secondaries i think go on nick can i just say one more thing that i find ridiculous about them printing the points in a book <laughs> so if they do it as a pdf they can react to the meta and to what the point should be right now today Whereas yeah. if they're releasing it in the book, they've got to decide for today what the point should be months ago mm-hmm. and get it printed and shipped and all that kind of stuff. I just find Correct. it ridiculous that they do that. Now extrapolate that to I literally can't believe every it. set of rules that they release. Yeah, but I, I understand that for rules, but for points specifically. No, I'm, I, regardless, I think it should be. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've, we play tested this, this codex two years ago. And it was really balanced. So we're going to put it out now. Oh, fucking hell. Drukari have a 70% win. Back. Well, we've well, got to so put it out because we sent it to print eight months ago. So like, fuck all of you. Enjoy it. So we're assuming that, that we're assuming that as well as these going out, either this Saturday or next Saturday, I assume next Saturday, we will also get the PDF updates. So this will be uh, like... Like, because they've done this in Age of Sigma, I'd just like to say, when they did put a book out that went to print months before, like Nick's talk, like Nick was just mentioning, they did when there was stuff that was problematic. Also, put like a hot fix PDF out at the same time, even with some waterfall changes. So they could even put some data sheet changes in that hot fix patch coming out on the Saturday, mm. potentially, which I think is quite exciting. That could be they could. This would be the first instance of them doing it that well. But it could be our first wa- like wave of doing it, which would be fun. So you get this, and then there's another PDF which comes along, or a bunch of PDFs that come along next Saturday. That's what I'm hopeful for. And right now, I'm I'm stood here hopeful for that. Uh, I don't know what the Oi. chances are, but it would be fucking hilarious if they did points changes to Drukari in a PDF after releasing the book as well. Very funny. You got away with it, nah? Obviously, you dickheads. I'd I think it's definitely going to happen. I think it's got, it's got to, no, it's got to happen. Piss myself. Uh, Wonderful, it would have been. Yeah, I think, oh, it's, I, think I think it's going to be really good. Uh, like, so I'm, I'm currently sat hopeful. Whether or not that turns out to be the case, and if not, I can bitch and whinge about it. Like, I will, I will happily sit on the opposite side 
the opposite side as the yang to your yin in this optimism pessimism dynamic that we have with Rob all things perfectly balanced as they should (laughs) yeah but like nick says they should just do all as it all as pdfs so like why we why are we spending money on a book like that we know is out of date like 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 even the environment like this isn't even like it's pretty pictures you can keep it like a codex this is just the points like yeah. the environmental impact of just that it's alone. It's not even printed in a fucking hardback book. It's a spiral bound card flyers, basically. Yeah. This is so like. Anyway. I could get that printed up literally. I really thought months. you guys would be more excited about it coming out, but you're not. <laughs> I'm <laughs> excited. Really... Yeah. I'm excited about new missions. This is fine. Sound brilliant. Yeah, I mean, points are like <laughs> the point. The points. The points are going to be whatever. There'll be a. There'll be maybe like half a dozen relevant points changes that will happen. Well, okay, I'm going to so like, can... really get excited when Battlescribe gets update. So this is <laughs> yeah, just kind of like, true. Yeah, well, the points are going to change, but I'm really bit excited when Battlescribe's updated. Oh, that's it. man. Jim, don't do that. Thanks to Jim Vessel of Duplicity Banks for donating £40 <laughs> to the show, uh, which is the money we could use to buy these books. Oh, um, nice. We won't use it for that, Jim, obviously, because we're not going to buy them. But, like, thank you, Jim. Uh, that's super lovely of you. And I'm going to really... turn my mic down a bit because I that's shout. really nice. Uh, it should balance out, oh. to be honest, Logan. It comes through the same channel. So uh, I was going to uh, say, Jim did miss a trick. It's forty pounds sixty-seven p, but he's he's clarified that it was sixty-nine sixty-nine Canadian dollars. So. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. That's super rad of you. Okay. Um... <coughs> oh, thanks. That's really great. Uh, that's so lovely. Um... Oh fuck! It throws me off now. Uh, so talking about, uh, I think that's everything to talk about with that. I think. How do you all feel about that? Yeah, I, I. The only thing I'm optimistic about is there being an FAQ and a RATA at the same time. So yes. Yeah. Uh, actually, no, no. Sorry, my question is. Sorry, three units. Three units. Twitch chat. Three units. You want to see get points changes for? We'll leave Drukari out of the conversation for a moment. Three units you want to see point changes happen for up or down. Where do you want it to be? Uh, I'll give you a second to think about it. Uh, is what I'll, is, is what I'll do. Uh, but Plague okay. Marine's cheaper. Plague Marine's cheaper. Yeah. Reanimate, reanimate it down a little bit again. Plague Marine's slightly cheaper. Um, and maybe Rhino cheaper as well for Chaos. Ooh, Rhino cheaper. Nice. Okay. Um, I'll think about it. All right. So, yeah, mine, mine's Plague Marine's. I want them to get cheaper. Just end conversation. Uh, I would like. Oh fuck! It's a great question. Should I... I mean, I'm excited because I'm an Admac, Admac boy, so I'm hype as fuck. I've also got shit tons of Skitari, like shit tons of Skitari. So I'm like over the moon right now. And I think Cat- I think Catafron's narrative death shroud up to twenty. Uh, <laughs> uh, that works. Um, uh, what else do I want to get cheaper? Uh, We've got a bit of a bad, a weird situation here because I'm looking at all the books that have been released. Yeah, and they're all Space Marines. Like, what have we got? We've got... <laughs> Where oh, did that's... you just get that? Necron Space Marines, and then what? Death Card. Card. Yeah, yeah. It's all fucking Space Marines. They all come from <laughs> one book. <laughs> I was like, I was having a look at it, and I was thinking. Hmm, which one book come out? Let me have a look. Oh, wait, but all Space Marines. All yes, right. what yeah. puts the fucking money in the coffers, though? Yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder yeah. what that is. 
<laughs> what keeps what keeps the lights turned on at the anyone could just clip that for me so I could put that in later as a as a show. <laughs> that would be great. To so, you take Vicari out, we've got Space Marines, four of them Space Marines, Death Guard and Necrons. Yeah. Where, where have you been? I mean reading Space Marines is where I've been. I think uh, I think Sabertor in the chat has hit the nail on the head. He wants heavy intercessors down to thirty pounds. Yeah, hey. they're pretty pricey. Yeah, five Gravis for thirty nine fifty if you buy them directly from Games Workshop is a tad expensive, especially when you can build a whole Gravis army. Um, but like, I, I I did the math on it. Like, if you were building like thirty of them, although it's only like eight hundred points, so it's quite it's still quite a bit of cash, I guess. Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, and fifty fifty euro in the Netherlands, uh, ten euro per Marine Zircon. But don't forget oh. Zircon; they're heavily armored. They're the elite yeah, five. of the elite of the elite. Heavily armoured um, is what I'm going to say. Uh, yeah, okay. Right, go, on, to, go on, Tom. What are you three? Death Company up. What? Yep. Okay. Why? <laughs> Why? Who do you, who do you hate? Who touched I you? To, I can't even wait to see your reaction. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, what's the next one? Wolfen? Go on. <laughs> Ulrich for Slayer down. Oh, can can I can I? I'm using one of mine. Wolfen down half yeah, well, points. Half. Right, and I've got another up one. Call. Let them, let them yeah, call. yeah, yeah. I've got another one uh, from Death Guard. You know what's the name of that guy that gives you the CP on a seven? Tally oh, man. Yeah, he can go up. He definitely needs to go up. Yeah. Oh, can my third one be? Can my third one be like an entire range? All corn demons half points. Half. They still wouldn't be competitive. I mean, but half. Like I'd have yeah. twice as much. Like at least it Doesn't would be match. fun. Like I'm just saying half. They all get each of us way like the Gretchen from that list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick, have I had all of yours? Yes. Uh, Reanimator, Plague Marines, Chaos Rhino, Logan, all down. Uh, Wolfen, uh, Astarath, Ooh. and. These are all going down, obviously. Uh, oh, can I just say, my friend Andy uh, calls that character ass to wrath. <laughs> he's, he's currently more ass than wrath. To wrath. Um, yeah, the to wrath. Hmm. I suppose I just put something up. Blade Guard veterans can go up two points. Oh, they look cool, though. They do look cool. They can go up Forever two points. Everywhere they still look cool. <laughs> If you have an entire army made of blade guard, then you know it kind of loses the novelty, I guess. <laughs> you already take from rule of three away as well for banner. Uh, if you're gonna want to, I just think it'd be funny. Uh, yeah, shout out to Sircon in the chat. who said, "How's Nick's firstborn marine army only going?" Never forget, <laughs> Nick has that project that you were threatening. Uh, I sold my marines, uh, <laughs> oh, so shit. I can't do it. So for oh, me, in so my, I was, a, I couldn't, I, I just had to. So, in, oh, that's a shame, mate. In all my marine lists, the only primaries I generally take are the chaplain on the bike and the troops, the Phobos troops. That's pretty much it. It's all mm. firstborn. Other than so earlier, so a while ago, I made a vow to take a firstborn marine only army to a tournament. I think I said go three two. So Logan, I passed that challenge. <laughs> on to you. On to you. I'm not taking you. it on. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking firstborn troops. They're fucking. I'll have shit. it. I'll do it. 
You can't do it with Grey Knights. Doesn't count. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Uh, all right, yeah. well, I'm going to do it with this now anyway. Damn it. I've taken it. Ravenwing. Ravenwing are like a lot of first born yeah. Ravenwing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you could do it with that the circle Ravens in the chat. There I feel like that's cheating. You know, I'll just take uh, an Ultramarines one. I'll be fine. To be fair, all right. Chaos stuff is technically first born, not to be hashtag Lawmaster. But... I know, I don't yeah, know. I'm still kept on my corn berserkers, so maybe we could do it with those. Yeah, of course. Well, if, only, if the only Chaos Marines in your army are Araman and a Demon Prince, then yeah, you could probably match it. Yeah, uh, well, so uh, let's talk about uh, Admech, shall we? Uh, now, uh, thanks to Games hmm. Workshop, they sent us our uh, limited <laughs> edition uh, digital copy of yeah. the... Uh, <laughs> as, as official playtesters. <laughs> as official playtesters like the Art of War, uh, we have these. Uh, we now, not... copies, can we yeah. can we just show them that it is actually a digital copy as well? Yeah, I'm scrolling through. I'm, it's on the screen. And I'm the scrolling text. through it. Highlight yeah. the text. Uh, how, how do... Yeah, there you go. Highlighted. Text highlighted. Look at that. Oh, I've just done a line. See? I don't know how to. I don't know how to get rid of that. That's. Oh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Control Z. Control Z. Uh, what? <laughs> so uh, yeah, like no, I don't want to do a big long deep dive on this. Uh, mainly because like the thunder and headache <laughs> from the uh, 5G is is wrecking me right now. Um, and also, this says is really fucking complicated as well. It's super complicated. Let's talk about that first off. Yeah. Uh, the first thing to talk about is that this is easily one of the most complicated codexes that they've released at the minute. And I wanted <laughs> to get your three's opinions on that. What do you think? I'm going to give you two kind of like uh, paradigms, effectively. Uh, do you think codexes should have this level of uh, deep diving and, and and complexity because it rewards people who are playing more and more, you know, people who play at like tournaments a lot, people who like want to have lots of like deep secrets inside of a codex that you have to work out? Or on the other side, do you think codexes really should be pitched for the everyman and there should be some other way for it to be more adaptable and playable? for uh like for people who want to play at a higher end because currently i think if you showed this to a new person they would be confused as shit about yeah, when the drukari book came out i can't imagine being new to 40k and understanding how to put an army agreed i think i think that that's genuinely very difficult so uh nick i'll throw over to you, you to, i'll throw that over to you first how do you feel about it um i i i i don't think complicated lots and com lots of and complicated rules doesn't make a good codex for me. So I think this book is possibly needlessly overcomplicated um, because there's so, there's a lot. I mean, I've I've read through it this afternoon, so I've not had it for ages. So I'm, I don't know it inside and out. But like from my skim read and quick notes on it, it feels like there's a lot of stuff. There's just so many rules, and you won't use all of it. And there's quite a lot of stuff that does very similar things. Um. And yeah, I really think that more simple and elegant rules design is better. And I think so. As an example, I would, and I, you know, I can I bring up bolt action quite a bit on the show as a comparison between bolt action and forty k. Bolt action has a much more simplistic and streamlined rule set where the everyman can pick it up, learn to play, and have a good game casually. But you could also, I think, play that really competitively. Uh, as well, and good players would beat 
uh, more average players much uh, easy, more easily in that yeah. game. Whereas I think, you know, yeah, these kind of books for people who just want to play casually or new, pay, new people would be a fucking nightmare to get your head around. Absolute nightmare. And it's not even, it's not even a situation where there's like, there's your baseline rules and then there's all the complex, complex stuff on top. It's kind of just everything is complicated to play the army. Mm. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of my feelings. I think it is a bit complicated. Yeah, Tom? I'm not a fan. Yeah, Tom, um, where, where I, you got those? I, I could say similar things, but I'm going to make a different point so that we can have a good discussion about it, right? Yeah. Uh, firstly, does every book need to be um, necessarily beginner-friendly? You would, th- so it depends, no, it depends, no it, no, it doesn't need to be, of course, but I guess really yeah. the conversation is, is like, what are we as a community versus what a Games Workshop looking to achieve? Not that they have to be disparate yeah. or they have to be different. It's just more, number one, what does Games Workshop want to achieve? You would assume that they will want something that's very easy to fucking pick up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you would assume because that makes it like, that doesn't like create a barrier for entry. But then to be fair, you've bought the book and you've bought the models. They don't give a fuck how easy it is for you to use. Yeah. So whatever. What do we as a community want? Great question. Like, do we want books that are super... Like, do we want books that are complicated or do we want books that are really simple and easy to pick up? I don't really know, man. Like, I feel like even as someone who plays a lot of 40k, talks about 40k a lot, and is involved in 40k, it's too fucking much even, uh, like, for me. Like, and like, not that, like, I can't understand it. I can, but it's a lot of homework and a lot of prep I have to do on top of a hobby where you have to do a lot of prep and homework. And personally, sure. I think that that's too much. But after you, but the, the case fair is that is that's you do that because you want to learn all the rules from the book. So yeah. if we're looking at a scale from um, uh, new player to casual player to competitive player, if from a competitive side of things, you want to know what all the rules do and how everything interacts with each other, right? But one of the things that I do in my free time, so on Mondays, I play RPGs with a bunch of mates, right? So we're playing a game called Starfinder. I only know the rules for my character. And I have no idea what else is going on, right? But I still enjoy the game. So if I'm a casual player who doesn't need to necessarily know all the rules from their codex, they just want to know how their own how the stuff they want to use works. It's good to know that it all can synergize with each other, like everything can. So there's a flowchart that I've seen this week, where it's literally just overlapping all the different keywords that appear in different places. Yeah. So it allows anyone really. Who, regardless of what their collection is, to build an army that kind of interacts with each other and intertwines, kind of like spaghetti code, right? Mm. Although it's kind of complicated in that way too, right? So I, I'm not saying that it's good, but it's kind of all over the place, which is, I think, what we're referring to when we say it's complicated. But in the same way, it covers a lot of different bases. So that if you're a casual player just wanting to play with your toys, you can make a themed and synergistic army that all works with each other. Uh, yeah, that's the real question. Can you get like I guess the the end point is can you get a lot of mechanics out of this if you put the work in, as opposed to if I put a load of work in and really I get nothing for the work, it doesn't really achieve anything. Yes, is yeah. your point, and I think that 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 makes lots of sense, and I agree with that. Uh, T-Man Cash says a good design doesn't differentiate between complex and simple design. Good design can achieve complexity while presenting it simply, which I would agree with. Uh, Duplicity Paint says they should have deep gameplay, not deep rules. Um, which I think is very, very true. Uh, is, uh, Logan, you got any oh, more thoughts on this? So my issue with what I've seen since the Death Guard book came out is whilst they seemingly appear to be more complex in how they're bringing the codexes out, they're actually really formulaic in how they are. 
Mm. Um, so it's like a lazy complexity wherein we have a faction and then what we're going to do within this faction is we're going to have ways in which you can differentiate your army within this faction by assigning them what is effectively a chapter trait. And then we're going to have ways in which you can make the characters a little bit more interesting by paying points and giving them specialities and, and teching them to certain, like in a, like in an art, uh, MOBA or something. Mm. And it's basically just carried over in every book since the, uh, well, it's even in the Necron book. So I suppose it's in all of them pretty much um, the ability to do this. My issue is that <clears throat> whilst having loads of options, loads of viable options in the book, it's great because it means that book has longevity and has the ability to adapt to a meta. Mm. My issue is that firstly, the, the formulaic nature of layering special rules that they have um, means it's almost impossible to play test effectively. Uh, and you end up having really busted interactions where 20 Vanguard can kill Mortarian in a turn somewhat reliably um, by just layering buffs on top of them. And adding like every every unit basically has a stratagem. Every unit has access to a special rule, and it, it's kind of become a thing that I've noticed in these these ninth edition books, where they just they seem to just be scattershotting game mechanics in. Of you, you can give obsec, you can take obsec away, you can make things fight last. If you do this special thing, then you do mortal wounds when you attack. Um, you know, oh, you can stop this unit falling back. Oh, you can fall back and shoot. And, and it's like, since, effectively since the Dark Angels book, they've just given everybody everything. And there's not enough differentiation to make it genuinely interesting. It's just complicated for the sake of being complicated because they've got this games design in their mind that this is how they want things to be. And it's unnecessarily complicated. And it's also dangerously exploitable by people that know how to play the game uh, after a certain amount of time with the book in their hands. And we start finding bullshit, which as we've seen from our previous conversation on this show, the company isn't great at reactively responding to when we do find bullshit. Yes. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, I, think I, I don't disagree with any of those points. Um, I think, uh, I, I think it is overly complicated and I think, it shouldn't be as complicated as it is. I think the people who've read through it um, and have embraced it, well, like if you're a diehard Admech fan, you're super happy because you're gonna like you're gonna turn up to like it's it's really hard to get system mastery. It's really hard for you to just be a regular fella, turn up to a tournament or even a match, and even understand what your opponent's army will do. Like, I think now it's even harder than it was back in the day when people were taking Forge World stuff from seventeen different books. Because I can have your codex in my hand, yeah, and you can turn up with a list that I will have no idea how that co that that army works because there's so many layers on top of layers on top of layers, and you know for the people that are out there getting reps in and really paying attention to the meta and paying you know watching bat reps and discussing stuff in Discord channels and consuming podcasts for it, like you might get towards the front end of you know understanding the the prevalent builds out there mm. but it's really hard to know how other factions work now 
because there's just mm. so many complicated, so many complicated interactions. Yeah, stacked interactions. It's and really Admech have like the weird, like even their like um, the Canticles and then they've added a new thing because they yes. just had Canticles and I can't remember the court. Oh, there we go, Doctrina <laughs> Imperative. So you've got yeah. two things that you choose per turn. One of them is one of them is active, and then you have to cycle through them until you've got none left. But you, there's ways to have two at the same time in certain circumstances. And then you've got another thing that you start in one turn, then it's activated another turn, and then there's a plus and a minus to it. But sometimes you don't get the minus. So you see so what that's you've just, just said. Like there, one page yeah. of it, and it's like that's. I'm sure once you get your head around it as a player, <laughs> you'll get used to it. But like, like you just said, there really leads you into positions where I turn up to a tournament and someone just says. I can do whatever the fuck I like and I'll just accept it and assume that that's true. And unfortunately, people people will exploit that as well. And yep. we've seen it with people getting banned in tournaments by just making up stuff and stretching the, the, the fabric of how the rules yep. interactions work. And, yep. oh, actually, you know what? You can only do this once per game when you've already done it. Oh, I forgot. I did it in turn two. Oh, oh, I, can, oh. I can only oh, appreciate that my detachment with my warlord in and not my entire army. Oh, my warlord's Gulliman. Oh, sorry, lads. It only happened for like two tournaments in a row. Yeah. Oh, it's round five and I've already tabled three people. Oh, oh, what to do? And we end up with that because I have no idea of understanding your, like there's... Or there's you maybe... make a mistake because it's very complicated. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yep. And how do you differentiate between the two? Are you like a horrible, nasty bastard cheater or are you someone that doesn't understand this overly complicated series of interactions with a million exceptions, as Nick pointed out as well? If I if I spend this this CP here on a Wednesday at 3 p.m. when the sun is at the peak, I can, I can actually do it twice. You know, it's like... I have extra rules because I have a beard. Boom. Yeah. So, yeah, that kind of stuff. Well, so I mean, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, so, and I agree with all that. So that's so that's the first issue out of the way. I just the, think. The, go on, Nick. Sorry. One final point. Um, <laughs> I think there is a way. I think there is a way for them to uh, make still have the rules as complicated as they have got it in this book. I think they need to bring back universal special rules. Oh. Because there's a lot of rules like. Someone you know, said it. <laughs> because you just have uh, oh this unit can deep strike. Because then you could have the old blah, blah, blah. And then there's less. So when you're looking through a codex, if you already know what deep strike means and what it does, you just read the words deep strike and you instantly know what that does. Rather than having to read the whole paragraph and it says, if this unit in blah, 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 blah. And you're checking to see if there's an obscure word change that means it can do it slightly differently or sort of yes! thing. Yes! Oh, my God. Even, even that where it's like, it's exactly the same rule, but there's two words that are different. So therefore... It's interpreted, it's interpreted differently, uh, or mm. I actually can do this thing because the FAQ said, like the counter-offensive and fights last rules, bollocks, for example. So, but like, Why is if that have, standard? If they have a universal special rule, they can, still, they can still tweak it. So they could say, this unit can deep strike. But then they just have an additional rule to yeah. say, when it deep strikes it, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I think that, that's well, what Well, so the, the only thing I'm going to say is, is like, uh, personally, I, I don't like the push for that. The only reason I say that is I do 100% think that there should be like deep strike should be a boilerplate. So even if it's like teleportarium or like, whatever you want to call it, it's just like see deep strike as rule. Like mm -hmm. I understand and I agree with 100%. Mm -hmm. I just like to point out, I guess but... the thing that, that no, no, the only thing I say is that there's a, there's a swing point where the rules are overly complicated 
um, generally. And I think that, I mean, that's true in this. Like you say, that there are, there are two potentially active buffs a turn, not including auras and or psychic powers. There are no psychic powers, but like auras yeah, and stratagems that I've applied. So at least those are, could be occurring in a player turn, as well as me tra- tracking my secondaries, my score, and then potentially other strategies. I just think that that's a lot. And I think one of the things that I really like is just the data sheets. I wish more stuff was just baked in. Yes. Personally, I think they should fuck off strategies into the sea. Uh, but like, that's me. I kind, I kind of agree because there's a load of stratagems nowadays, particularly ninth edition, which was is a change from eighth. That a lot of stratagems specific ask for specific units. So why not just have that kind of stuff included in a? Yeah, just the, have it on their data sheet, right? Is what I think. Like because I like the more I the, that's my conversation about universal special rules is you just have your data sheet like if you've got like your unit and it does this special thing you put it on the board and then that's your how you access your new special rules and then you take it off and then you don't have access to those so you don't have to learn them like whereas this you have to learn pages of stuff before you even get to the data sheet and I mean pages and pages of stuff before you get to the data sheet. Uh, mm. Although, Sindonian Dragoons have got four attacks based now, and a fifth one in Riser, I'd just like to point out, um, which I think is cool. Uh, but, <clears throat> as someone who owns them, and will never run them. The uh, the bit, though, let's let's move on from this, and let's talk, about, let's talk about the actual codex, and some of the things that they've done inside of it. And one of the, bon- one of the positives, which I'd like to talk about, is something that will be very strong in match play but like i'll talk about it is the fact that they have made uh the infantry squads go from 10 to 20 and i personally think that that's wicked and the reason i think that's wicked is because toughness three dudes uh generally just get wiped off the board just because of happenstance anyway um and i think having those infantry squads be able to be like up to 20 is really cool for things like imperial guard uh and and a bunch of other like you know not Space Marine tier stuff, if that makes sense. And I like that they've put the unit cap on up on something, which I think is a huge positive. Um, Tom, I don't know if you've got any thoughts on that. No, I don't really know. I think very well, so it's kind of just one of those. Well, like, okay, uh, talk about it. Talk about it, like in reference to like what if they allowed Gene Sealer to have more bigger unit sizes than they currently do? What if you had infantry squads for uh, Imperial Guard that could have bigger squads than they currently do? Is what I'm trying to get at. Like so, the problem with that is yeah. they don't always realize where they need to scale up the cost of buffing those units. Um, yeah. So, like on really, really prevalent, obvious ones like Space Marines, they you know they it's generally one CP to do this, but if the unit's bigger than five, then it's two CP. Yeah. Um, where's the where's the mortal wounds on a four thing in here? I'm trying to find the bloody. Is it a stratagem? Where the bloody hell is it? I think it's a stratagem. Well, if you can't stack buffs on stuff, it doesn't really matter too much if it's big units, especially if those units are troops or dedicated transports anyway, right? Yeah. Um, if you aren't that, then it does matter if you're bigger because it means you now have the ability to get more models on the board, whereas if you're not an army that's stacking buffs, you probably just want to be um, just taking minimal, multiple minimal squad sizes anyway. Yeah, unless can also, you can only battalions. stack buffs like in Necrons, for instance. Like you can stack quite a few buffs into a yeah, squad. Yeah, and that's why like, and that's why a lot of people went for the Necron Warrior route, which I still think is a trap, uh, personally. But uh, that's why a lot of people did that, right? It's similar to like Grey Knights, what I was talking about when Ninth Edition dropped, where I was saying, well, you want the bigger squads, but you're also being favoured to go MSU, but then they nerf the MSU, so I don't really know where I stand here because they stack a lot of buffs. Um, 
things even like orcs where you've got a plus one attack when you're a larger squad obviously that gives you an innate buff for being a bigger squad which mm. encourages you away from taking lots of 10-man squads uh also even though that would give you access to more things more like power claws whereas with space marines it's not necessarily about stacking buffs you your buffs that you get specifically are, are about durability and they get more expensive when you start building in squads so you end up with lots more small squads of things like uh, space wolves are a great example uh, the only example where you have a bigger squad is specifically Vanguard veterans, so that you can apply a buff and just go bang. I'm going to hit you really, really hard. So, Terminators uh, as well, I would say, in some situations. Uh, in, in what situations? Well, I mean, you see, I'm seeing a lot of five-man squads for that, though, mate. That's a thing, oh, okay. right? Yeah. Because, well, yeah, you, you get the you get the ten-man Deathwing yeah. squad and the ten-man Blightlord squad still there. Yeah, they, they do benefit from this unit. It's it's this unit buff. Um, so the, yeah. the the Deathwing banner uh, and yeah, you know the, the Blight Lords with the Tallyman mm -hmm. gunshot doing yeah. things and what have you. Yeah. Uh, so my point, I, I personally, I think it's a positive change, and my mm -hmm. reason is because it already exists in other <coughs> it already exists in other armies. They're just looking at armies that maybe need it because one of the things we talked about a lot with Admech over the years is they needed transport. So then they brought the transports out, and transports became a key component of their army builds for a long time right like something that they needed like personally mm -hmm. for me i think that they they need more like um they need oh, a 20 man squad versus a 10 man squad because enriched not... rounds for one cp uh, on a on a hit roll of a four plus it automatically wounds the target so for a 20 man unit of vanguard that is like that's that's poorly balanced that needs to be like but one that's CP the stratagem not that's the stratagem's fault not the unit Cat yeah, but that's that's my point. When you start making bigger units and you have general buffing abilities, it changes the value of the buff, right? Mm, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that's that's the thing that often gets forgotten and overlooked. Uh, agreed. Especially. Agreed. I, 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 I don't disagree with that at all. What I'm trying to say is, I think it's a big positive that they've looked at. They've looked at like because I, I, I personally am a huge fan of those infantry units, <coughs> whether they be rangers or vanguards or whatever. And I think that them being allowed to be bigger makes them more viable because I your mean, standard the, the... infantry squad at the minute is ten intercessors with a three up armor save and twenty wounds. Like, like that's yeah. your, your baseline. I, I think the imagery of like massed admech infantry walking across the board in lockstep is is pretty cool like mm. just as a as mm. a yeah i'm into it as a thematic thing so that's pretty cool the thing that's not pretty cool is them shooting 40 shots at me and 20 of them automatically wounding <laughs> my durable thing i'm trying not to get killed i mean durability is something you shouldn't be paying for of the odds anyway already just because of how um Drakari works and what have you like yeah. we've seen dark so they've not really set the world alight, really. Even it's though you're an unmodified hit roll of four as well. It's yeah. not even like it's that's yeah. insane. Yeah. But they, but they, but it's but the thing I've always found it's on a very weak body, right? It's toughness three. Like yeah, they cost fuck all. Is the point? Well, yeah, no, I agree with that as well. But like it changes. I don't know. Like it's the same way everyone specced for admec, not admec. Sorry, everyone specced for marines because, like I said. Toughness four with three of armor save and 20, 20 wounds in a brick. If you, <coughs> All can't right. get, if you can't get rid of that, my point is is that then having those 20 wounds spread across <coughs> toughness three without so access to transcendent. Them being toughness three is one thing, right? Mm. But there's ways in this book to give them, I think it in cover they can get a one up save mm. and they ignore up to AP two. 
Or it literally just doesn't matter because you take two battalions and then just launch hundreds of them at you and then you just lose 40. Yeah, and, like, and well. you have redundancy as well. So, yeah. like, they can be super, super durable based, again, on rules and stratagems that are not locked into volume and size. Mm. Um, and they're dirt cheap. But my, Eight my points point, a model! But my point is, is, like, why don't, like, aren't we, like, they have blast weapons for that. Like, my point is, is... There being some horde horde units or even horde armies, I don't see that being a negative. I agree it, with you that the overlapping the buffs are problematic. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's for me. That's why it's a negative. Like you yeah. taking twenty block units and me dumping whirlwind shots on you and killing eight of them. That's fine. Me shooting my whirlwind shot at you and get maximum twelve shots, and you rolling two up saves and laughing at me. On like, one it doesn't so, well, on one unit, sure, but I can only shoot one unit with. It's un, there is not a blast meta out there at the moment. No, I, I, I know there I, isn't. I can't I imagine there, there will be either. My point, because... my point is, is like I think having allowing these units to be hoardy actually yeah. diversifies what the meta could be versus what it is. The, the overlapping buffs are a problem, not like the, but they're not like the, I, it's nice because <laughs> we're going to see orcs at some point, right? Yeah. Like we're going to see 20, 30 man orcs. So it'd be nice if there were other. Because I, I, I always think about those 10 guardsmen who are a scream. Just living their best fucking life being a scream. Like, and yeah, maybe when you have like 10 times 10 of them and you run like a bunch of bobs with plasmas, maybe you've got a build. Maybe you don't have a build. I don't know. I, but I just think it's good. I think it's nice. I don't, I like, I like there being big bricks of dudes. Because if you can have, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I also like there being big bricks of dudes, to be fair. Good. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not <sighs> against actually making hordes viable because I think that was a big problem. And, MSU being the thing and hordes like when the game first came out in ninth, yeah, like everyone was terrified to take hordes. No one wanted to take a unit bigger than ten, let alone yeah, yeah. twenty man units. <laughs> um, so I, I'm down for there being a build where hordes are viable and at eight points a model for a Skitari Vanguard. That's great for them. You know the fact that the fact that this book overcomplicates the layered buffs on them means that those eight points suddenly become worth exponentially more than eight points and that is a problem when you can take 20 of them do you know what yeah. i mean yeah, yeah. Well, okay all right fair enough well uh, so i thought it was positive uh on that on that front uh, like... it, it, it makes it makes the game more diverse rather than i'll move my five man units around you you've got five man units around and then we're all <laughs> doing the same we're basically playing chess with the same same pieces so yes that sounds cool i like that <laughs> let's do that let's do that uh <laughs> Um, the other stuff, obviously, is that, that, that there is, as Logan pointed out, as a, as a negative. But obviously, if you're a positive, if you're an admit player, you can build some pretty stonk uh, armies in this particular uh, codex. And a lot of people already talking about Horde Mechanicum. I think that's one of those key things as well. Uh, it seems like all of the robot, robots are just better or they have more utility, which I think is pretty cool um, in here. Uh, I, I expect to see, uh, as much as I love Dragoons, um, uh, like because they're just kick ass. Uh, I don't actually think anyone will ever take them, and it'll just be me trying my hardest. Uh, and ultimately, it's going to be some Iron Strider Ballastari uh, with either Absolutely. those twin Cognis Las Cannon or those twin uh, Cognis Auto Cannons, which are going to just smash people to pieces because um, they're just incredibly good. Uh, and you can buff them to high heavens, which is just dumb, 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 dumb. Uh, and then also uh, the Petra, isn't it the Petrifax? Uh, sterilizers. Uh, yeah, the sterilizers that you can do some dumb shit with as Correct. well. Yeah, 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 yeah. sterilizers. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so Are the doggo just... still able to? Uh, no. So basically, what happens is when they run away, you can choose a different charge target. So they're wait worries. a minute. So you've everyone who just spent hundreds of pounds on real doggos. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you're allowed to play again, <laughs> get rolled, idiots. No, no doggos <laughs> now, unfortunately. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the sterilizers also could do some pretty incredible work. So uh, we'll do we'll talk more about that in detail in, in the future um, because the book seems like it's it's quite strong, uh, but you have to kind of unpick the quality inside of it, right? Uh, which is the the general consensus about the book. Right? Oh, it's it's a really fun first month when books like this come out. It's a super fun first month, you know, especially because this is very complicated. Like the dark technomancer liquefier thing was like smash. Let's put this together. Like a lot of this is like, like Nick was saying, if you run, um, if you run the two uh, uh, buffs uh, going in the same turn, you can make some really fucking dumb stuff happen uh, with with units uh, and overlap them, and it's it's going to be people playing to achieve that, which I think is going to be key. So we'll talk about that in the future. Um, uh, yeah, we're going to go now uh, because mainly because I'm fucking wrecked, and uh, as <laughs> as uh, as this show has gone, I've, I've gone. Oh, this this uh, this vaccine hitting me like a fucking brick. Uh, Which so, one did you have? I, I mean, that, that's appropriate, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> Pfizer. So yeah, like I've been standing here, I'm like, oh, I'm feeling rough as fuck oh. right now. Uh, if that desk so, wasn't there. Would you be on the floor right now, Rob? I want to lie down, like <laughs> a, like you know, normally we have like a chat after the show. <laughs> Is Fucking this? St- I'm leaving. Nope. <laughs> is this? Is this why you put that post up about the bunk bed design? In uh... <laughs> oh, that's a brilliant idea. Do you not think that's a brilliant idea, Tom? Did you see the idea? Yeah, I'm down for it. Yeah, especially I mean, considering when I was playing a WTC practice weekend a couple of years ago, Simon, I was playing at two a.m. in the back of someone's garden. Yeah, wouldn't that mean so, that sort yeah. of like the musk would hang around at the gaming area as well? So I'd have to yeah. play. Next to the bedside of where some eighteen stone Swedish man has just fell asleep after eating his own body weight in takeaway food and sweated into the mattress all night. Uh, well, so to let everyone know what I was talking about, I think I've invented something which probably the smartest thing I've ever invented. It's it's worth tens of pounds to dozens of people. It's going to take the world by storm. It's a it's a bunk bed system. But the bottom bunk is actually a gaming table, but the top bunk is a bed, and underneath the gaming table is another bed. So, like, I personally it's like think... like an Oreo bed. Yeah. But it is. Yeah. 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 The, and the jam in the middle is the uh, the, the table. The tape. I think that, yeah, yeah. Is there, a way, that you, is there a way that you can both be sleeping in the bunk bed while simultaneously playing, or... Yeah, it's it called Admech. One of the other. The thing is, though, is a 6 by 4 is pretty big. Like, you could double up on that pretty nice. Luckily, Rob, you don't need a 6x4 to play Warhammer 40k. Uh, you can play on a 60x44-inch table if you really want to. It's just the Age of Sigmar players that have to struggle. Uh, Chemex says, isn't the bottom just the floor? Uh, listen, life, like the, sometimes floors are a good bet, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, thanks very much for talking with me today, guys. Uh, and sorry that I may be cutting it a bit short because I feel like I am. Uh, but we're going to get out of here today. Uh, have you guys got any shout-outs before we head out today? Um, I just want to give a shout out to um, the Red Axe from the Mars uh, uh, Forge World because it oh. has unnecessary AP at AP5. <laughs> In addition to. Uh, I want to shout out uh, the Riser Forge World because I'm, st- I'm big up the fact that you get plus one 
uh, attack uh, if you've charged. Oh no, plus one to wound, plus one to wound. So you can make some like really stonky combat uh, admec, which is quite fun. Um, You're doing it wrong. I know, but I like I, all my boys are orange, so I'm keen, keen for that. Uh, you can shoot them first and then do some charging. Uh, Tom, you got any shout outs? Yeah, I want to shout out the uh, Grey Knight Codex. You will be missed. <laughs> you never got to play it, Tom. Oh, I played it well. I Not played in it in Belgium. I, I played it in Belgium uh, when I had to get home to work because they still wanted me to go into work. But if hospital, then I guess you don't have to come in all day. But they wanted me to come into work when I was in Belgium at 10 a.m. Uh, for work at noon uh, through Storm Dennis in a coronavirus pandemic. Oh. So, yeah, made it though. Oh, you made fine. it. Well, yeah. Uh, it was not congratulations. I was very cross when I got there. <laughs> <laughs> Logan, you got any shout outs you'd like to make today? Um, I'm going to shout out Lucius Forge World. I think oh, they're a God. sleeper here. <laughs> are, they, are they a sleeper? Is that what they are? They're not a fucking blazing air horn in the air, like <laughs> going under the radar. <laughs> yeah, come, no one's fucking heard of them. Lucius no. is a Forge World, by the way. If you haven't happened to have re- read their rules, they're fine. Uh, there'll be no issues uh, alright well you three are a delight and I love all three of you dearly you're wonderful people so thank you Twitch chat thanks for hanging out um, see you guys uh, tomorrow uh, we'll be back with some uh, more 40k also anyone who happens to have picked up any, uh, anyone who's picked up any tickets for the TSN uh, 40k events obviously we'll be using the new mission packs and secondaries so uh, just something to be aware of um, no. no Nick Furious living at that why why would you be mad at that because I've been practicing and building my list towards the current ones. Now I've got to change fault. it. They got. <sighs> yeah, like, like changes. Oh, we've got to do a raid, apparently. Uh, let's go do that. Um, uh, Tom, as a guest, you, do you want to choose some something to raid? Do you want a sure, Warhammer person? I'm going to go to Warhammer because it's nice and easy. Duck Guts is streaming, I guess. Yes! Duck Guts is streaming. Duck Guts is, is super good. Uh, your choice, though, Tom. Go for it. Yeah, let's just do Duck Guts. He's painting do something. Duck Guts. Like it. Yeah, let's do Duck Guts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He is great. He is also painting 40k. We do love we do love the duck. He is. Okay. Or slash raid duck underscore guts. Um, listen, it's been a pleasure talking to you all. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Uh, have a nice day. See you soon. Bye.